Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. How are you? I'm exhausted. Yeah, me too. The boy was running me ragged today. You want to do this and get the hell out of here? Yes, the boy was running me ragged today. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm going to sell him. Okay. You want him? No. How much money will you give me? How much are you looking for? I will pay you $50. Nope. I'm sorry. Did that sound like a question to you? You're like, there's going to be a check and a kid in the mail. <laughs> it's going to be pinned to his shirt. Yeah. 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 Uh, what were you guys doing today? Well, we played in the snow. Yep. Yep. yep but it was yep, mostly yep, 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 ice. Yep, yep. Yes. Correct. And he got hurt. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he's just like, I don't man, he was just just a little hell hell boy today. Yeah. I like the Del Toro Ron Perlman one. Not the fun kind. Yeah. Like the David Harbour kind. Yeah, he was the David Harbour kind. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I got you. Yeah. How are you? Uh, about the same. Both the, my kids were doing the same thing. They were like, we want to play in the snow. And I'm like, bitch, it's 29 degrees outside. It's like less than freezing right now. You call your kid bitch? Yeah. Ah. To his face. Good. And, because uh, I'm not allowed to call Sarah that, right. not after the incident. So, they wanted to go out, and so we did, and then we did go sledding, which, like, thank God we did, because, so I, we have not had snow in New York in literally two years. They actually clocked it. It was, like, 700 days since we had, like, real actual snow. Yeah. And, like, I got the idea, so that we would get the, at least one snowfall a year, like a good significant, significant snowfall. And then my kids would want to go. We'd like, let's go outside and see the snow. And we'd go to the park and everybody be sledding. They're like, we want to go sledding. We didn't have a sled. And because it was snowing, then you couldn't find a sled because everyone went out and bought one. So we'd have to like borrow from a friend or something like that. Or some kid would like play with us and, and let us use their sled. And then finally, a couple of years ago, we were walking around Christmas shopping for the kids. And I was like, I'm going to buy them a sled. I was like, I'm buying them sleds. Right? I'm going to give it to him for Christmas. And then for a snowfall, like it's going to be awesome. And Sarah's like, this is a great idea. So we get them sleds for Christmas and they come out on Christmas morning and they're like, yes. Oh my God. Sleds. I can't believe it. They're like, you're the greatest father in the world. You're the best. Amazing. This is, oh my gosh. They're like, dad, put down the bottle. I'm talking to you. Fuck all those other dads. You're the best dad in the world. And Sarah's like, yes, this is, you're the greatest fucking husband of, of all. This is why I fucking married you. You fucking sexy bastard. You take off your pants right now. You Greek God. I'm gonna fuck you right here and just going crazy and then we didn't get a snowfall for two years and they've been sitting in my closet every winter comes around and my kids are like dad you're a fucking moron you fucking idiot and Sarah's like you're a fucking moron why the fuck did I marry you you dumb drunk like what the fuck is wrong with you now I got these $14 pieces of plastic that's combined by the way I'm not an idiot but she's like I got a $14 worth of plastic sitting in the back of our fucking closet I could use that for whatever idiot god damn it why did I ever marry you piece of shit and then uh, finally today happened and everything came full circle and we finally got to use the sleds and thank God. You're like, last week we threw the sleds away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is never going to happen. Global warming. Thanks, Obama. And then, uh, and then this, and the snow happened and we had to borrow some kid's sled. Yeah. And by borrow, I mean I punched him in the head and buried him behind a tree. So wait a minute. You punched him in the head and then buried him behind a tree. So you buried him alive. 
Fuck, I gotta go get a shovel. Yeah, you gotta go do something. I gotta, I, we gotta wrap this up. You got up. a kid to kill. Yeah, I do. But <laughs> before that... Welcome to the media lunch break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and finally use that $14 piece of plastic. My name is Chris Drew. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Don't poo-poo a piece of plastic. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> oh, you are telling me <laughs> for the first and last time. Yeah. Andrew. Oh, my God. What? Guess what? What? Your day's about to get better. Yeah? Because it is the best Damn day of the week. It's the sledding Tuesday. day. Yes, it's the sledding day. Sick. The sled. The day we all waited for. Let's all go sledding. Instead of doing the news, we're just going to record ourselves sledding down a hill. Yeah, it's just a lot of like, whoa! Oh god! Oh god! Oh no! 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 Get out of the way! Get out! Of- oh god! Oh, sorry. Over there's where I killed that kid. Yeah. <laughs> It's the Tuesday news day, Andrew. Oh my God, it is. It's the it Tuesday news day. I know. It comes around, but twice. Every twix, two years. Twixt a month. Yes, every two <laughs> years. It comes around every New York City snowfall. Yeah. It's an eight hour episode of all the news stories that we didn't get a chance to cover since the last snowfall. <laughs> oh, there's some news. There's some news. And that's the best I can tell you. Do you have some news? I have some news. I have more news than usual. Oh, excellent. Because I feel like I have less news than usual. I watched the Emmys, actually. Oh, my God. I know. Really? I did. I didn't even bother thinking about talking about the Emmys because I thought it was pointless with you. Yeah. As most award shows are. Yeah. I always try to watch the Oscars and usually fail, and I don't usually give a shit about the others. I like the Oscars and the Emmys. Uh, and I will watch the Golden Globes, which I watch not. the Tonys sometimes. See, the Tonys I have no interest in. Really? Because uh, it's one of those things where I'm like, and which is weird because I live in the city where the Tonys take yeah. place and where and you're an actor and I'm an actor. But like the Tonys specifically are ones where I'm like, didn't didn't catch it. Can't catch it. Won't catch it. Like it like most of the stuff. And it's I have no chance. I know nothing about it. I've never I haven't, you know. At least with the award show, like movies and television, I've seen a trailer for it. I've seen interviews about it. I've caught some clips from it, from watching talk shows, anything, anything. I'm like, I know kind of what this is. So I can at least like watch it and go, even if I didn't see it. And the other thing is, if I watch something and it wins, I'm like, oh, I should be sure to check that out. Yeah. Like it'll come to a streaming service so I can watch it at some point. But usually like... Emmys and Oscars are the big ones. And if I catch the Golden Globes, great. And then SAG Awards, I'll just just scroll the, through the list online. Yeah. Yeah. So I d- I've never watched the Grammys. Oh, the Grammys are uh, Grammys are like the Tonys to me. I'm like, I don't fucking know yeah. anything that's going on here. Did you know? Probably not. But continue that. Um, you didn't actually have something to end that with, did you? You <laughs> I launched, did. I don't remember his name. You like just launched into some factoid, and you just opened your mouth expecting some random fact to come Smokey out. Smokey Robinson. Yes. Smokey Robinson released a new album. Yes. Oh, I yes. I know what you're going to say. I don't remember the name of it, but give me the name of it again. I've heard it. The album is titled Gasms. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. And it includes songs it such as... Uh, how you make me feel? Roll around. You fill me up, and my personal favorite, I fit in there. Yeah, you do. 
Yeah. Not nominated for any Grammys. Huh. Go figure. I know. Go finger. So what did you think of the Emmys? Uh, it happened. I I was pretty much right about all of my guesses. Yeah. Uh, all three that I was like, these three are going to sweep. I have not seen them. Mm-hmm. But I just knew Beef, The Bear, and other succession. ones that start with B and succession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sarah, uh, and I was right. So yeah. Sarah said the same thing. She's like, lately, the, the only thing with the Emmys is that like you start to get a, like once you watch like two awards. You're like, even oh, before that, the, like I called it before, the the, before the, it started. Yeah, but I'm saying like if you even if you don't know any of the shows, mm-hmm. if you just watch the show itself. Yeah. She's like two awards in. You can go like, oh, this is how the rest of the night is going to yeah, go. Yeah, But even regardless of that, like if you don't watch any of the shows and you just know when they started and if they ended. Yeah. Because that's the thing, yeah. right? It's like the bear has had one season, I think. It's had two, but but this season was nominated. The first season was the one that won all the awards this right. last night. So that's what I'm saying is yeah. it's a new one. People love it. Yeah. And Succession just ended. I was a little surprised about Ted Lasso not sweeping because that was another one I thought about because it ended as well. And it got nothing. Like it didn't just yeah. not sweep. It got nothing. So, but that sometimes got a happens. bunch of nominations, but it, it's no, hard I'm when sorry, it's up it against the bear. It, yeah, that's a thing. If you have a show with a strong premiere, like a strong first season, and I love the bear, I'm, I, I, it's one of my favorite shows. And the second season is even better than the first one, so I'm interested to see what happens next year. But like, if if you have a show with a strong premiere, it'll usually beat out a show with a strong end because it's like. Out with the old, in with the new type of thing. Because also Ted Lasso. I like, actually won, think like, as well. There were a couple surprises. First of all, like the woman who won for the school one, Abbott Elementary or something. Yeah, Quinta Bronson. Yeah, there were a few people who very clearly were not expecting to win, and I was not expecting them to win either. And also, if The Last of Us had waited one year, I think Bella Ramsey would have won for The Last of Us over Sarah Snook. Yeah, yeah, or not over, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because who else? I didn't know anyone else who was nominated. Yeah. There were th- two other women. Same for Pedro Pascal as well. You think? I don't know if he would have won, but definitely like Kieran Culkin. I-, I love Succession and Kieran Culkin. There were, I think, three people from Succession in that category. Yeah, it was Brian Cox, Jeremy Strong and Kieran Culkin. Yes. And that yes. was, I think, the first. Is that the first time he had been nominated? For the show or first time nominee in that category. He deserves it too. Kieran Culkin's a good actor. And can you imagine what it does to your brain to know that you beat Brian Cox out for an Emmy in the exact same category for the exact same show? Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of crazy. His but his role like this last season, man, it was bananas. Like it was crazy. No Alan Ruck. No, Alan Ruck was nominated for Supporting, I think. Oh, I didn't see him. Yeah, he was nominated for supporting. But he also lost to uh, Matthew McFadden, also from Succession as well. That's what they do. Yeah. That's how they get you. But yeah, I mean, this. I will say Succession went out on a very strong, strong note. Ted Lasso, I really like the last season of Ted Lasso, but some people... Not so much. Yeah, I have only heard amazing things about the final season of Succession. Yeah, it it is really... I mean, you have to watch... You definitely have to watch all three seasons, or all four seasons, rather. Yeah. But, man, it is... Yeah. I'm thinking about starting The Bear. Definitely start The Bear. I didn't know it was a comedy. It's not. It's one of those... Sh- and this is the thing, oh. also, that... And maybe I won't. <laughs> this is the thing that kind of bugs me, because I do love The Bear, and it should win a bunch of awards. 
However, I don't know it where probably they probably wouldn't have if they considered it a drama. No, I, I don't know where they get off. It's still I think it still would have gotten nominated for a slew. Yes, but succession, but succession. Yeah, but also like because I don't know where they get off calling this a comedy. It has some lighter moments. Right. And the I guess the comedy comes from like the charm and the interplay between the actors. But it's not like, you know, in a comedy the storyline is funny. Right. Like the story itself is funny. Yeah. And absurd. And also then it goes from there. Cause yeah, I, everything I've seen about it makes it look like very tense and it's very, it, it is very tense, yeah. but it's great. I mean, it's great. I don't know why they call it a comedy. It's a drama. All right, I'm probably sure. not going to watch it then to be completely I frank. I still <laughs> highly recommend it. Highly, I'm sure you do. It just it. makes me like, I fill with anxiety when I see a kitchen and like see what yeah, they I have to that. do and stuff. And I don't know that I could handle that. <laughs> like if it's just like dick jokes or whatever through the whole thing. Cause that's what I was like, Oh, it's a no, comedy. It's then great. But no, yeah, it's the best portrayal as a person who has worked in many restaurants. Mm. It is the best portrait, real portrayal of a restaurant. Yeah. I've ever seen. I'll probably and just watch chef again. Yeah. Chef is good. Yeah. It's a good light. Chef is a good movie. That is <laughs> a good light movie. Yeah. It's not. There, I mean, there are definitely funny moments in it, but I'm like, it's not a comedy for sure. Yeah, but it's great. I mean, it's fucking been like fantastic. Are you ready to move on to the news? Yes. What do you got, sir? Chris, in Pedro Pascal news, Pedro Pascal hasn't officially not accepted the role of Reed Richards in Marvel's upcoming Fantastic Four film. But when not asked about him not being not cast, Marvel didn't not say he definitely won't not be unseen in the movie when it doesn't not premiere. For sure. (laughs) Uh, Pedro was set to star in the upcoming horror film Weapons, Mm -hmm. but had to mysteriously drop out. Right after Fantastic Four's shoot date moved to later this year. The Hmm. same filming date as Weapons. Yes. What? Just kind of say it already. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, I really like the... um I'm opening the the article that I first read this on said, uh, and I quote, Marvel has yet to confirm that Pascal has been cast as Reed Richards, but he has. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has. Yeah, I saw the same story, too, that he dropped out of a movie and I'm like, yeah, here's the thing. You can always tell because he hasn't said he's in another movie, but he dropped out of a movie. Right. So if you drop out of a movie, either you're in another movie Or you're having a baby at that time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's (laughs) some life event that you have scheduled that far in advance, which there's only a few. Either he's getting married or he's having a baby. And either way, it's with Kieran Culkin. (laughs) Well, but also, like, you plan... Generally, you plan either of those things. But, like, a wedding doesn't just... Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a wedding because he would have planned around the movie. Yes, he would. Yes, he could have planned around the movie. That's fair, too. But uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like there are only a few life events that you can do that far in advance. Yeah, is he getting surgery? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I got to go in and get a mole checked out. It's the only time I can do it. I'm sorry. I can't be in the movie. Their first appointment is in seven months or he's in another movie. And they didn't say like he they he had to drop out because he's in such and such movie. It's just the one that is rumored to be in it, which is right when it sh- that is shooting at the same time. So either he's just so excited about watching the Fantastic Four 
that he doesn't want to be bothered again shooting it's while movie. it's shooting it's not while it's in theaters <laughs> yeah but he's gonna go uh visit the set okay he's great. yeah he's a big fan as well yeah he's such a big fan he's gonna he's gonna be their groupie basically yeah, yeah. but yeah it's it's him and i'm like i guess you're you can't officially say it till all the contracts are signed or whatever but Come on, man. Like, let's just get on with this. We all know it. Wouldn't you wait? I don't know. Maybe this is a dick move. But if you were Pedro Pascal, wouldn't you wait to back out of weapons until all the contracts are signed? Yes. But also that is a dick move to weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he's like, it's also possible he by back out, maybe he hadn't even signed a contract and everything had been handshake deals for weapons. Oh, yeah. No, and, no, no. Yeah. He hadn't. No. He, when he says backed out, he hasn't signed anything. OK. Yeah. Because they could sue him if he did that. Kind of. I, again, we discussed this with Jonathan Majors. There are usually penalties in the contract for breaking the contract. So, yes, he might just be like, well, if I'm getting paid 40 million dollars for Fantastic right. Four or, or whatever. Or what would more likely happen is his people would go to Disney and be like, listen, if you want him in this movie, yeah, you gotta pay in, that other you one gotta out. Pay them to get him out and everything. And Disney's like, that's it. You fucking hold on. Let me dig through the yeah, couch. Yeah, cushions. they're like, what's it cost? Ten billion dollars? And they're like, what? And they're like, you're right, twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the budget for weapons becomes the largest budget yeah. of the year. I'll write you a check for twenty five as a tip. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's definitely you know. Uh, I guess you're right. Like you can't. You gotta wait till all the contracts are signed. But for the love of God, yeah, like, I know. If if he's backing out of movies and stuff, it's happening. Just sign the damn contracts. Like, let's get it yeah. done. He's so cute, too. Like, they're clearly trying to keep this a big secret. And he's like, whoopsie yeah. doodle. He, I do like him because he is he's already at a level that is like not given a fuck. Yeah. Like he's going to when he becomes one of those older stars, yeah. you know, those older stars who really don't give a fuck. Yes. Like uh, like uh, the uh, fucking um, Michael Gambits and stuff or the Mike, the Michael Caine. A lot of British old British guys. Really Gambit. Not Gambit. What's the guy who played um, Gambin? Gambin. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like those guys who are just like, I don't give a fuck. Show up. Yeah, Richard and Harris like, was the same yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, just don't fuck. They're, they're like, don't spoil the movie. And he's like, I don't fucking care. Bill Nye. Yeah, they'll just spoil the movie. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They're like, yeah, everyone's like, spoil- yeah. Well, yeah. Didn't Star Wars? Doesn't Star Wars always have that problem with um? Fuck. What is that guy's name? Uh, C three PO. Oh, uh, Anthony. Uh, yes. Anthony 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 Daniels Anthony Daniels I knew it was another first name so yeah that was fun that's a fun thing that happened that's a fun thing that happened also Ghostbusters Frozen Empire has had a date change for the premiere of Frozen Empire and now Pedro Pascal is no longer in the Fantastic Four (laughs) yeah Um, and that one specifically because he's going to go just to see Frozen Empire but here's the thing it's not delayed It's been moved up a week. Really? So it moves up a week from the 29th to the 22nd. Uh, I'm choosing to take this as a good thing because typically they're not going to move something up if they're like, this is a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, They'll move it out of the way of other stuff or they'll move it up and be like, hey, I think this is going to be so good. We could own the box office for two weeks. Yeah. So I'm choosing to take this as a positive. Yeah. The only way it might be bad is if they moved it up to like Christmas Eve because a lot of people go... You know, they they kind of indiscriminately check, just go to a movie on Christmas Eve. Right. And so they might that might have been a sign that they will be trying to, like, just be like, here, watch this piece of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we'll get all of our stuff that day. Yeah. But if it comes out the 22nd, 
that will be enough time for people to realize it's bad. So I, I still have hope. I think it's good. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing is you're listening to this. It may be possible there's a new trailer out that as of us recording this, it is not out. So la la. the other thing is that Jason Reitman and Gil Keenan, the, the producers and the writer and director, they were at an event for Columbia where they were celebrating 100 years of Columbia pictures and they were showing 100 trailers. <laughs> Hold on, I'll get in. We'll go back. We'll circle back to that thing for a second. But at the end of it, Gil Keenan and, and Jason Reitman got on and were like, hey, we're so excited by watching all these trailers. We got a trailer of our own. And uh, then nothing happened. Oh, everyone was like, oh, there'll be a trailer tomorrow. Nothing happened. And so far, not, as of this recording, nothing has happened. But it would not be surprising by the time this comes out that there's a full trailer for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Gotcha. So that's something to keep an eye on. Also, you just sat and watched 100 movie trailers. That's what they did. That's... I mean, I've probably done that. (laughs) 100 movie in a row. Yeah. Actually, to be clear, I'm not really sure if it was they showed 100 movie trailers or one movie trailer 100 times. (laughs) So I'm not... Sure, exactly how this works. Uh, it just occurred to me, average movie trailer, we think like three minutes. It's like two and a half to three minutes. If it's full trailer, we're thinking like yeah. two and a half to three minutes. I will say three just to make the math easy. Uh-huh. 300 minutes? Yeah. One. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roughly? Yes. That's insane. Yes. Correct. Correct. That's what I'm saying. To celebrate 100 years, they played 100 trailers, okay? Am I doing that math right? Because 100 trailers doesn't feel like that long. Let me see some. Hold on. Because 3 minutes times 10 is 30. Yeah. Times 10 is 300. That's... Yeah. It's like 4 hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, even if it's 2 and a half minutes, it's about... It's about 2 and a half minutes, 100 trailers, is so 4 hours Between 3 and long. 4 hours. Yeah. I don't think they stayed for the whole thing. I would have. Pussies. <laughs> how do you choose? I mean, listen, 100 movies, that's a lot of movies, but how do you choose? Because do you go based on the on the movie or do you go based on the trailer? It's got to be Columbia Films, right? It's Columbia Films. Yeah, it's 100. Because I was going to say, I think the Criterion Collection is like 100 movies. Right. No, no, no. It's 100. To celebrate 100 years of Columbia Pictures, it was 100 Columbia Pictures movie trailers. They don't even have that many good movies. That's what I'm saying. It's like, do you? <laughs> so do you choose... Here's here's the thing. If you were planning this, do you choose based on the quality of the movie or the quality of the trailer? The success of the film. Mm. I would start with the adjusted for inflation 100th most profitable film and end with the most profitable film. Like whatever their biggest. I don't I couldn't name a single movie they've done. I'm sure they I'm sure I know many of them, but like. Well, Ghostbusters. That's sure. Is Columbia. Yeah, that's it is interesting. Sony owns Columbia. So I also see. you can now include like I believe they included some of the Spider-Man trailers. Got it. So and also probably um, Step Brothers. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I have submitted to Sony. <laughs> that's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I can't think of anything. But that's the thing is, I mean, you got to go farther. You got to go farther back too. I mean, we're going back. Yeah. It's 100 years. So did they do Lawrence of Arabia? Maybe. Maybe. Did they do Ben Hur? No, I think that was Warner Brothers. I think those are both Warner Brothers. Did they movies. do 
Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? I don't know. Honestly, other than Ghostbusters, I couldn't name you a Columbia picture. Step Brothers. If they, if it's Sony owns Columbia, it's probably Step Brothers is probably Columbia. Yeah. Or it's because uh, Sony, I don't think, has their own Sony movie production company, right? Uh, No, I think they do. Really? Yeah. It wouldn't just be like any movie made by Sony wouldn't just be Columbia? No. Um, no, because so like I the think, Sony Picture Company. Yeah, I think there's I think Sony Pictures is I, and maybe they acquired Columbia. This is some real inside baseball. We shit. should not be allowed to have a podcast about movies. What you got? Andrew's on this shit right here. Napoleon. Mm. Is that true? Joaquin Phoenix. That one. The Ridley Scott one. The one that just came out. Yeah. Passengers. Gran Turismo. Chappie. Oh, you're definitely showing the Chappie trailer. 21 Jump Street. The Good Hellboy. Mm-hmm. No Hard Feelings. Morbius. The Ides of March. That was a good one. The Tourist Aloha, where Emma Stone played. Oh, an Asian person. Yeah. Where the Crawdads Sing. We're already getting into stuff that I don't know what this is. Identity. It's a good movie. Oh, I know that one. The Interview. The Monuments Men. Oh, they. That's okay. Are you? Is this Sony or is this Columbia? Columbia. Okay. Well, but it's weird though because it's all like in this list is Venom, Into the Spider Verse, Django, Seven Pounds, and uh, Columbia is a member of the Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group, The Craft, a division of Sony Pictures Entertainment. Are they a member of the Columbia Record Club though? Uh, no. Oh, one hundred essential Columbia films. There you go. Let's take a look at that. That's what I would show. That's probably where they probably found this list from Rotten Tomatoes and showed all of these trailers. That's pretty much it. They were like, click, 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 click. Done. Jumanji, the social network, Zombieland, Hancock, Step Brothers. There it is. Super bad. Da Vinci Code. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Big Fish, like all of these, you know, Ali, Black Hawk Down, Big Daddy, The Fifth Element, Gattaca. Sick. What's number 100? It happened one night. It happened one night. It's a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to keep scrolling until I've seen a movie. Oh, On the Waterfront is number 88. There you go. Bridge Over the River Kwai. The Karate Kid. Oh, A Raisin in the Sun. (laughs) Oh, I was right. Lawrence of Arabia, motherfuckers. Oh, bitch. Oh, Men in Black. There you go. They got that too. Yeah, Doctor Strangelove. Um, Anyway, now we're just naming things. Yeah, no. (laughs) This is really exciting for people, I think. It really is. Oliver, Easy Rider. These are good ones, man. Uh, No, they have some good stuff. I'm not not saying that. I'm trying to figure out. I I was just trying to figure out if. if Stir crazy stripes. See, you're full of shit. This is good. Animal House, then? Do they have Animal House? Not on this list. Okay, fair enough. No, there's some good stuff. Like, I'm not saying that there's not. I'm trying to figure out if Sony bought Columbia. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because Columbia is part of Sony. So there's Sony. This is we got into this last new, Tuesday Newsday too at the very end with some with with Warner with Viacom Brothers and, and Paramount and Viacom and Paramount. But it's Sony is the big thing, and then yeah. Columbia is underneath them. Yeah, the same way that like there's Fox and there's Fox Searchlight. Yes, or like Disney and Dimension and Miramax. Well, and even like other. WB and Harry Potter, or WB and I don't know DC or Disney and Marvel, basically yeah. Disney and Star Wars, yeah. Lucas Films. But I'm yeah. trying to figure. I I believe I would assume that. There was Columbia, and then Sony came in and gobbled it up. <laughs> like Pac-Man. Yeah, so I don't know, but I don't know what constitutes... Usually when you have that, like, a certain type of movie goes under a certain type of banner. Like, you know, 
Dimension does horror films. They're they're Disney's. Yeah, way of like doing... I believe Touchstone was what Disney used to make more adult themed films. Yeah, Miramax was the same way when they when they Disney bought it from the Weinstein's. They were like, we use this to make like classy Oscar bait. Do you think they knew he was a bad guy? Everyone knew he was a bad guy. I didn't. I, I'd never even heard his name. You'd never heard of Harvey Weinstein before this? I hadn't. No. Wow. Before he made me suck his dick. <laughs> That's horrible that he would do that. Yeah. So I think, uh, what was I saying? Yeah. Anyway, there's going to be a trailer. Out. There's a big uh, Empire magazine whole spread about Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Out on newsstands now with a bunch of pictures and everything. That's great. Go check it out. Yeah. Anyway, got moved up. There's a trailer. I'm going to assume there's a trailer out by the time this comes out. So the trailer's great. Looks great. Everything's great. For the love of God, Andrew, what what the hell do you have to say? Chris, it's time to finally get to some Pedro Pascal news. Thank God. The Last of Us has cast Caitlin Deaver as Abby in season two. I'm so excited I could kill a man with a golf club. She has been in... (laughs) She has been seen in the past in Booksmart, No One Will Save You, and Dope Sick. Yes. Uh, She was very good, I think, in No One Will Save You. She's great in Dope Sick as well, so I'm really excited about I'm sure. I've heard that. I've heard she's very, very good. Yeah. It is not, uh, as they say, a comedy, weirdly enough. I don't know why they keep calling it that, but... uh, That's weird, especially... I assumed it was some sort of, like, Spike Lee movie, considering the title is made up of two words for just, like... Awesome and cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's dope. It's sick. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I think the original working title was Cool Cool. <laughs> I bet. Drugs are cool cool. I don't know why I went with you on this joke, but <laughs> I'm happy we went there together. Uh, she is um, physically an odd choice to play Abby. People who have played the second game will uh, will will agree with me on that, uh, regardless of your stance on the second she game. Black? What's that? No. Oh, OK. Uh, I, you'll know what I mean in a minute when I finish what I'm what I'm saying. Oh, about okay. it. But the second game was um, people were there were mixed reactions to it. I think it is better than the first. I think it's an incredible story that is told in a unique and interesting way. Abby is arguably the main character of the second game. OK, she's extremely prominent in it. And I guess that's all I'll say about that without spoiling anything. Right. But um, all I can say is, uh, Caitlin Deaver, if you're listening to this, start hitting the gym. <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you're saying. She's got guns. She's got some guns. All right. Yeah. I. She's built like a tank. Okay. Let me let me ask this. So based on this casting, and I don't know exactly the storyline of the game, but and I've tried to stay spoiler free just so it doesn't spoil either the game if I ever play it someday or the series when it comes out. But based on this casting or any other news you've read, do you think that the second season will be the storyline of the second game? Or do you feel like well, maybe they're uh, going to go off in their own direction? And I'm, I'm loading a picture of her from the game into OBS so you can see. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of the criticism of her was that she was too mannish and not sexy enough. Well, first of all, fuck them for that. I mean, who knew that gamers were going to be so critical about a woman? I. That's true. <laughs> also, it's the... Listen, here's the thing. Uh, it's the apocalypse, so I... Yeah, right? I get pretty jacked myself if well, it's I could. also... I don't know if this is a spoiler. I'll just say it is very, very uh, deep into the apocalypse. Like we've been there a while. Right. And so like, if you're still here, (laughs) there's gotta be a reason. Yep. 
for sure. I was going to say, and I don't see any guns on her, but I actually saw two yes. right there. You got to carry a gun with you at all times during the apocalypse. That's however right. you decide to interpret that. That's right. I've only got the one. Yep. I think based on what I have seen, the debating making more dick jokes after that, but based on what I have seen, mm-hmm. I have no reason to believe one way or the other. Strong stance by Andrew Dunn. I know, always, right? In fact, Hot takes! In fact, last week we released a video on Echo where I was like, begrudgingly, and I hate to do this to all of you because I know how much everyone hates this, it's fine. But they're only casting characters, like, it's not like, here's the new character, her new little sister, who's like, golly gee whiz, we're gonna go kill some zombies, guys. Like, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, they're only casting characters that have been in the games. Right. They look fine. I don't know a lot of them. You know what I mean? Like, I basically only know this actor from No One Will Save You. Yeah, yeah, She yeah. was fine in that. Barely spoke. So, like, it's hard for me. It's a completely different kind of role. You know, it's literally the opposite kind of role. Because she speaks. She does. She has lines. But she has a little bit of a um, sort of she keeps her cards close to her chest. Abby, she can run from things that aren't human like a motherfucker. That's true. So she's already got that going for her. She can play that scene. But she's a leader. Right. So that's sort of what I mean by she's the opposite of the character from No One Will Save You. Yeah. She is a person who will lead people to victory um, and give a rousing speech. Yeah. You know, people will follow her into hell and back. OK, so it's going to be interesting. I suspect they have put one or two personal trainers onto her <laughs> um, because I think at minimum they're going to want her to bulk up for this or at least get defined yeah but probably bulk up i hope bulk up because my only concern is that they will try to ride the line between like well people didn't really like the way she looked in the game so maybe we should tone it back a little bit i hope she looks like the fucking rock i hope she looks like Dwayne the rock johnson with blonde pigtails i hope they (laughs) keep her exactly as she looks right now and just give her a shit ton of guns yeah she can't lift any of them. Yeah, just armor to the teeth. She's like Rambo in high school. Like, just... Actually, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, we got... Okay, so this is a speculation. This is a, Well, not a speculation, but there's a rumor reported by the Insnider. And no, I did not say that incorrectly. I thought that was a typo in the article, and it's not. Yikes. That apparently Foggy Nelson and Karen Page are going to be back in Daredevil Born Again. So this is nobody has seen seen them on set or anything like that. But there are reports that Deborah Ann Wall and Eldon Henson are going to be back as their characters from the Netflix series, especially since uh, they kind of confirmed that the Daredevil series on Netflix is actually canon now. Yeah. And so they can come back. That is fascinating. I mean, they could come back for just an episode. Like they also aren't saying like it's a major role. They could be back for an episode or something. Yeah. Although also, I couldn't believe this when I reread this, but apparently Born Again is 18 episodes. No. So. No, no. Jesus Christ. Like, no. I mean, listen, if if it's 18 episodes, I feel like you can't just bring them from one episode. (laughs) Chris, They got a lot of other shit, too. Please. This is what I said. This is what I read. This is what I said and what I read. <laughs> Let me see. So rolls a roll and a tolls a toll. Uh, wait, hold on. I think I read this somewhere. Or or I made this 18? up. 18? I either read it somewhere or I made this up. It's, but it's one of those two. Okay, hold on a second. 18. It's 18. 
I just found, found it. it too, right? Yeah. On uh, Wikipedia, it says Daredevil Born Again is scheduled to premiere 2025 and is expected to consist of 18 episodes. 18 episodes. Divided yeah, okay. into two nine episode halves. Right. Okay. Yikes. So here's the thing. It's still season one, though. Yeah. Jesus. First of all, uh, like I said, I hope it's more than one episode simply because, wow, that's a lot of time to kill. So please fill it with something. As much as I love Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, 18 episodes of just the two of them, that's a lot. So give them something to do. Maybe they could, uh, you know what would be interesting? Is uh, some sort of Karen Page, She-Hulk love triangle. That would be fun. Because honestly, Andrew, if uh, that seems to be the only way that uh, we're going to see She-Hulk again. Because somebody was asking Tatiana Maslany about... If she thinks She-Hulk is going to be back for a second season, she literally said, I don't think so. Yeah. She said, I think we blew our budget. And Disney was like, mm, no, thanks. Yeah, I saw that, too. That's too bad. Yeah, And I'm like, yeah. So it was a good show. It was a good show. But I get like bring her bring her over. Yeah. You know, bring her over to this. He came over to hers. Yeah. Bring her over here. Have them meet. That would be awkward and very interesting. Yeah. You know, I really am interested in seeing more sort of strange team up films like people loved Ragnarok as much as it wasn't my cup of tea put she Hulk and I don't know Jessica Jones together that would be really cool but again I would see I mean we only saw them like fight a little bit together I think we saw was it one scene that they fought together in in she Hulk Yeah, yeah but I'm like bring it back for the last half yeah you know even if it's not all nine episodes of the latter half but like the last four or five yeah where she, you know, they actually do some honest to God like casework and yeah, and like fighting and everything like that. That'd be fucking great. Are you kidding me? Yeah, basically have her play the role that Daredevil played in Spider Man, the the one where he needs a lawyer, whatever that was. No way home. Could be. Yeah. No, but like have her pop up in and out every other episode. Where it makes sense. Yeah. Where it makes sense. But like give them more than just like, hey, here's a fun cameo. Right. I like make it part of the story. Like it, yeah, it'd be really yeah. interesting. And then it is like, you know, get, make it legit yeah. like a love triangle. Because I was trying to figure out how you could realistically get She-Hulk to New York where Daredevil is probably going to be. But if she's representing someone, that's all you need, really. Right, exactly. It's a lawyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also in the show and She-Hulk, she was constantly like kind of on the line of being fired all the time. So just pull the trigger and just be like, yep, I'm out of work. And opening I, her own law firm, opening her own law firm or I had to come work in at New York in New York City because everybody in L.A. knows that she's She-Hulk doesn't want to touch her with a 10 foot pole. So she's like, I need to change. My cousin came back with a weird kid and shit got real weird for my life. And so I decided to make a change. Yeah, well, and everyone in New York is used to superheroes, right? Exactly. And they're yeah. used to weird people. And yeah. so I can come here and I can blend in. I can get a job and it's not a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, and then she goes up against Matt Murdock and they're like, oh, we had a thing. But like, I thought it ended in L.A. It was a fun couple of days. But yeah, now you live here. But I like Karen. But, you know, whatever. I'm writing them this and they're not cutting me a check. So I'm going to stop here because fuck them. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, even after that, they got to figure out what to do with the next 12 episodes. <laughs> right. That's true. But yeah, I think that'd be I think that she'd be great. I also can't stand foggy in the netflix show i think he's fine 
something about him that annoys me. I don't know why. He uh, is not very good. Genuine. Yes. He always feels it. like he's kind of acting. Yes, that's exactly reciting dialogue. Is. Yes, it is. So I'm like, give him someone else to talk to other than Karen, who is great, but also sounds a little cry, a little, little sure. crying. And then uh, and Foggy, who sounds like he's doing dialogue from a high school play. Yeah. What else you got? Chris. Yeah. It's finally time to get into Pedro Pascal news. Thank God. Because John Favreau is set to direct the upcoming Star Wars film, The Mandalorian and Grogu. I can't wait to see Doc and Marty get into the Mandalorian and fly away. I hate that joke. What do you think of this? Uh, a Mandalorian movie? Sure. I mean, I didn't, I honestly did not even finish the third season of Mandalorian. It was kind of boring, but yeah, not very good. I would, I I think that there's still potential in this, but for the love of God, if you're going to make a movie out of it, wrap it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like make this the end of this. I love the dynamic of the two of them. I love Grogu, but when he gave him away at the end of, was it the first season? Second season. That he gave Grogu away to Luke Second Skywalker. Second season. Second season. I was like, and I think I said this on the show. I was like, fantastic. It should end there. And then he got him back before the third season. Right. And I'm like, it should not go this way. Like, give the guy is a gunslinger. Make him a gunslinger again. Yeah. Well, and the show isn't called Grogu and the Mandalorian. It's called right. the Mandalorian, right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the whole arc of the first season... And the end of the second season is like this guy who is a lone gunman went through a change because he had to deal with this, this kid and the kid forced him to like look at himself and his beliefs and everything like yeah. that. Great. Let's have another two season arc where he's doing something Ex- else. Some, we're doing looking something for else. something or trying to track exactly. someone down or something. And then you can have after that two seasons or maybe near the end of that two seasons, a moment where it takes him to there and he can reunite with Grogu for an episode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But like this, you know, you you ran out of material because it's all done. Like it's just that dynamic is fully formed. And yeah. so now you're just spinning. Your There's wheel. only so much you can do when you give a gunslinger a baby. Well, that's the other thing is like that dynamic is fully formed. That relationship has come to its fruition. And you have one of those people in those in that dynamic who can't really do anything. I know he has the force and blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, he's a baby. And he can't do anything. So, like, he can't speak. He can use the force, but then he has to lie in the little crib and take a nap. And even then, it's 50-50 if he's even able to do it when they need him to. Right. And it's like, other than that, like, even with being able to use the force, I'm like, that kid is always in danger. That kid is five seconds away from being shot in the head all the time. And like, you're right, like he it takes a while for him to build up that force thing. And it's like, I'll just shoot you now. And it's real easy. Just uh, he's just in the egg floating around. Doesn't matter. Like just so easy to kill. And someone could just punt the egg over a mountain and that'll be that. Yeah. And I'm like, give him something else to do. So I, I would love to. Uh, the other thing is like it does stretch on too long, you know, over course of episodes. I will watch a Mandalorian movie. But also at this point, after three seasons in a movie, it's done. Like you better end it and give me something else after you could do Mandalorian season four, but no more Grogu. I'm yeah. calling it now. Do Mandalorian in Midnight Run. Midnight Run. I brought this movie up before. Yeah. Because we were talking about Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. But Midnight Run is about 
De Niro, who plays a bounty hunter, who's dragging Charles. What's his fucking name? Charles Groban? Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Let me look it up. The dad from Beethoven. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That guy. He's he's dragging that guy across the country to bring in for a bounty. And through, like, you know, through a series of events, they can't fly because he's afraid right. to fly or whatever. And then they got to take a train and car, whatever. But, like, do that. Do that yeah. for a season. It's a good idea. Or even two. Like, you could somehow stretch that out to maybe two. But, like, do that for a season. So you give him someone to talk to and someone more dangerous and something, you know, it forces a different dynamic of, like, I don't even want to save you at this point, but I have to. Because I want my money. Because I want my fucking money. This is the way. You know what I mean? Like, do that. That'd be that'd be great. I'd watch that for at least one season, maybe two. Yeah, me too. Who do you get to play the bounty? Bill Burr. Vetoed. You don't you don't think so? No. All right. I would rather have somebody who's kind of a foil, like a threat sort of on par with the way that Pedro Pascal plays the Mandalorian. Somebody like a um, Javier Bardem or a um, Benicio Del Toro or something like that. I know that. what you're saying. But I feel if you go too alike, then it's Somebody like... feels dangerous. Michael yeah, Shannon. I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but I feel like then... Oh, that's true. That matches more of a Star Wars feel to it. I guess you couldn't do Benicio Del Toro because he's already been in a Star Wars. But you know what? That character in Star Wars, I mean, it's too, it's too, the the generation gap is, I mean, who, it's fucking Star Wars. Who knows? Yeah, he could live to be a thousand. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But like that character, that actually that character would be really good. Yeah. That's more what I'm saying. I'm saying Bill Burr because it'd be somebody good to do a conversation with. You know what I mean? It'd be good dialogue. Yeah, I think I would get sick of it after two episodes. I'd get sick of him being like, hey, what am I supposed to do? Fucking fuck one of these Ewoks or what? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But like, at least it's someone who can, you know, you get it's someone who pops while they're while they're traveling. Across. I agree. But uh, the Benicio Del Toro character from from uh, fucking whichever one. Second one. The Last Jedi. Last Jedi. That's it. Yeah. I almost said Last Empire. I was like, that's the one right. with the horse rabbits. Yes. That character would be great. Because yeah. he's scummy enough that like you definitely would bring him in for a bounty and he would immediately try and run every time he got the chance. Yeah. He's not so menacing because I feel like if you do like a Michael Shannon or someone or Javier Bardem, it's like this guy, it'd be an even fight every single time. And I'm like, this guy could find a way to escape and I don't buy it. What about Kamel Nanjani from Obi-Wan? Yeah, I, w- I would go with that, too. Yeah. Yeah. You Because you want someone who's like when the Mandalorian gets him, you're like, I believe that you could catch this guy and also be able to drag him easily across the way. Yeah. And then circumstances come but in. He's also going to give you a but hard gonna time. Give you a hard way. time. Yeah. Whereas yeah. a Javier Bardem or Michael Shannon, I'm like, if you captured that guy, the you better be have to take the bounty like four feet or kill him because you can't take him more than that without it being something. And even then, half the show is going to be trying to get like handcuffs on him. Exactly. Trying to get him on your ship. Exactly. So I'm like, you got you got to be someone like slightly lower. And I'm like, those yeah. characters, that would work really well. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it becomes less about capturing him and more about like you catch him in the first episode. What makes it interesting is the dialogue and relationship that the two characters have over the course of many episodes as they are going to the destination. That's why I'm just looking for somebody who can have a good, yeah. a good conversation. Right. I hear you. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. You can make it a droid. That'd be really interesting. Because he hates droids. Yeah. But he doesn't now, right? Well, yeah, but that's it. But yeah, I guess so. I guess you're right. I can't remember where he lands on droids anymore. I think he likes them now. I think he's okay with them now. I think he's Taika open Wa- to them. Yes. Because Taika Watiti blew himself up or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, that was nice of Taika Watiti to do that for I me. I have um, two quick hits. I don't have like a joke or anything. It's Go not even it. actually two. It's technically the same story. But um, Steven Yun. This was a while ago. I don't think we actually covered this, but he dropped out of the Thunderbolts. He was playing the Sentry. Yes. And uh, he actually has spoken about it for the first time since that happened. And he said he's really, really sorry. He hates that he had to do it. And he even expects that he will never get a chance like this again. And he's really bummed out about it because he wants them to know that he really wants to be in a Marvel film. This just wasn't the right time for it. And it really candidly, like, let me see if I can find what he actually said. Um, because it was like it did sound a little bit like any of us talking. Yeah, I think for me, time passing and things shifting kind of pulled me out of it. But Jake, the director, Jake Schreier, uh, I know is going to do an incredible job. It took a lot of drafts on email to make sure that I conveyed the sincerity of how sorry I was to back out. But when asked which Marvel movie he would like to work on in the future, he said, I think it's too early to say that I probably pissed off too many people leaving. So I'm just going to say thank you for having me. That's oh, that's <laughs> sweet. That's really nice. But also, yes, let me get back to my notes. Marvel is reportedly looking to cast Euphoria star Austin Abram Abrams, A- Abrams, Abrams, probably Abrams, Austin Abrams as the Sentry. OK, I think. He doesn't look like a good fit, but I don't know him from anything. Do I know him from anything? I'm just like profiling him. He looks like a small child. He's got a big old unibrow. Oh, uh, you know what? No, I could see them. I mean, listen, I don't know a lot about the century, but he's in paper towns. But I, I could see this working again. You get this guy two, three trainers. With that, with that head of hair? Oh, he was in This Is Us, so he's automatically disqualified. In This Is Us? Who was he in This Is Us? He was Mark McKeon. Oh, shit. This guy. I know exactly who this guy. Wow. This guy looks very different than he does on This Is Us. That, he played a piece of shit. They all are. Yeah. They're in that show. He played a hood rat on that thing. I don't know. You give it, look, you put this head of hair on a big set of muscles. Look at that unibrow. Yeah. Okay. You get, you can, <laughs> you can wax that. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> but you put it that this, look at this beautiful head of hair right here. You put that head of hair yeah. on a big set of muscles, man, that is golden right there. That is a person known as Sentry. Are you kidding me? Sure. I would totally buy that. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. But again, I also know nothing about the character, so what the fuck do I know? I know, see, and I'm the opposite. I know about the character. I know nothing about this actor, but he does not look like him. I thought Steven Yeun was a great choice, but uh, whatever. Is the, is the is the Sentry Asian? He was gonna be. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, as opposed to looking like the character... Steven Yeun looked like the character either? Um, in body type. Like, a little taller. And, and face shape. Like, I don't know. Aesthetic. The personality of Steven Yeun is much more like the Sentry, in my mind. And I don't know, I just... Okay. And I don't, again, I don't know this guy, but based on the, just based on the way he looks. If I was a director and he walked into my audition, you know, they say you know in like three seconds or whatever. Yeah. He would not have it for me. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I mean, we also have Steven Young already is in Invincible, so there you go. 
That's true. So maybe he'll be invincible in Invincible if they ever make a live action Invincible. Yeah, I mean, he's a little old for that, but maybe they'll do like that's a sequel or something. There you go. I think that's my there big issue go. is that I think I'm just it doesn't matter who would walk into that audition room. I'm just sad that Steven Young isn't going to be the sentry. Yeah, he'd be great. He'd be amazing. And so anyone who walks into that audition room, I'd be like, no, yeah, no, no, I want Steven. And they're like, Steven's not coming, Andrew. It's not happening. But I want it. But I want it. So should I do the lines or yeah, it's probably best you just do them. Go ahead, and just through underneath the audition, it's going. I don't and then he does a line of coke. Yeah, and then you're like, you're hired. <laughs> hey Andrew, what? Hey Andrew, hey, what? Hey Andrew, what? Where can they find us? That was so out of nowhere. I know. I really wanted it to throw you off a little bit. <laughs> it took me wildly by surprise. Uh, they yeah. can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We just put out a video last week on Echo and God willing, a video just came out yesterday uh, where I have put my cast for the Fantastic Four, Ooh. and I have built it around Pedro Pascal. So Pedro Pascal for all of the parts? I thought about doing that as a joke, or me, like <laughs> Sue Storm, played by me, yep. Ben Grimm, played by me, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, check that out. That's youtube.com slash the media lunch break. We're on TikTok, where our handle is at the media lunch break. We have merch on Teespring. You can find us on Patreon if you want to throw in some money our way. That's patreon.com slash the media lunch break. You can also send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com or visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For, um, you know, I, I heard a rumor she's going to be the Sentry. Ooh, she'd be good. It's a good choice. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She looks like the Sentry. She does. Asian. <laughs> For anyone listening, she's not Asian. <laughs> and a dude. Um, and a dude, yeah. As Andrew said, you can leave a rating and a review, and then you can leave her right in app, and it helps people find us. So easy for them to find us when you do that, so be sure to do it. As always, if you leave a five-star rating, you can leave whatever review you want in there. You want to rip us a new asshole, you feel free to do it. Even if you just leave us a five-star rating, that's totally fine with me. This week, I'll tell you what. If, uh... You leave a five-star rating, you tell us who, who the Sentry should be. And don't say, I think the Sentry should be. Just put an actor's name in there. Unprompted, unlabeled, and uh, let's all see if I can remember what that's even for anyway. But that's the thing. So leave a rating, leave a reviewing. Uh, this has been the best damn day of the week. It's the Tuesday Newsday. Next week, Echo? Is that what we're doing? So let's far, do yeah. I think you, that's... That's yeah, unless something else comes up, but I feel like that's our best bet so far. Yeah, I agree. And then Gotham by Gaslight. Right. But in the meantime, if there is a show that you've watched, if there is a comic you've read and you're like, hey, listen, I got a reading assignment for both of you. Read this. This is what I'm reading and this is what you guys should read. Send it over to us. We will give it a, a read. Uh, if you're like, hey, I just watched this movie. I just saw this show. You guys should t really talk about this. Send it over to us. If you're a creator, you made something. You shot a film. You filmed a pilot. You wrote a comic. And you're like, hey, can you talk about this on the mic? Can you send people towards it? Can you give it a little thoughts on it? 
send it over. We are happy to do it. We're going to do it next week, actually. We're going to do Gotham by Gaslight. And then there's an issue from... I don't even remember where you got this from. It's a uh, YouTuber that I like. Yes. Binary C? Yes. By... No, just not there. By no one. <laughs> by some guy. We'll, we'll give it a shout out next week. Don't worry. But yeah, we'll be reading that. We'll be throwing it up there as well. It's kind of a little bonus reading assignment because they were like, hey, hey, I have this. And we were like, great. Let's let's point people towards it. So like I said, if you got something, send it over to us. We'll do it. Uh, other than that, that is about it right there. Look at that. We did it. We made a thing. There wasn't a thing, and now there's a thing. So if Is there, though? I mean, it's never quite sure what kind of thing there is, or what level of thing is now in existence, but it's a thing. Are you reciting a Bukowski? I'm, I'm, I somehow snapped into, I think, iambic pentameter for yeah. a moment. It was very odd. Yeah. But yeah, so if you listen to this, there it is. That's how easy it is. To make a thing. Go out and make a thing. Yeah. Right there. We did it. You can do it too. Just go out there. If you listen, go out and make a thing. All right. Uh, Other than that, that's it. That's all I got, man. I'm I'm done. I'm nope. I'm treble. You're done. And I'm finished. Oh my God. What? Well, this just happened, so I have to say it. Okay. John Bernthal is returning to play the Punisher on Marvel's Daredevil Born Again. Where did you see this? Hold on. Uh, There's a lot of kick-ass characters. John Bernthal. Fans been looking forward to this. Who said this? We can rest assured that we will see him. He told Collider. I think there's a reason why that character has resonated deeply. Already says strongly. Right. When does he? When did he say he's he's doing it? This is an old story that we somehow missed. Is it an old story that we did and we forgot that we did it? Ten months ago. Yeah. Both are probable. I, we may have talked about this and we just forgot. <laughs> it's very I think we likely. did talk about this. Wait a minute. So what is this? Oh, it's just John Bernthal talking about how he's returning to play the Punisher. I was like, we. I think we discussed this. Yeah, you might be right. Um, and either way, we did just now. You're welcome, everyone. There you go. Covering the latest news and some of the other stuff, too. We cover the news every time it snows in New York, baby. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And so we really, we covered everything now. Hey, you want to go sledding? Oh, yes. Let's go sledding. Naked? Without sleds? I really do. <laughs> Great. You go do that. I'm going to stay here. Okay. Okay.